Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From border to border, across the Commonwealth of Kentucky, this is Big Blue Insider. Talk to Dick Gabriel. Call 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Or statewide at 1-800-606-GAME. That's 1-800-606-4263. Or you can tweet the show at Big Blue Insider 1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Hi, everybody from the iHeartMedia Megaplex. This is Dick Gabriel. This is the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. You've talked men's basketball, women's basketball, softball. Well, tonight, we're going to keep right on rolling because we'll break down Kentucky and Auburn. Aaron Gershon was there, and he will join us uh, to talk about that, as well as Derek Terry of the Caspaws and Mike Pratt from the UK Radio Network. We'll also talk a little Super Bowl, and we'll talk about Kentucky's what has become an annual rite of Super Bowl passage for the Wildcats, the U.K. football commercial that aired. And no, it doesn't air nationwide. They don't pay those massive million-dollar rates, but the Big Blue Nation saw it, and the Big Blue Nation, by all accounts, really loved it. We'll take your calls at 280-2287-800-606-4263, or you can tweet us at Big Blue Insider one It's the statewide edition of the BBI. Hey, guys, game's on. Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands... Or from your den. Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services, like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. Hi, this is Dick Gabriel telling you that New Life is now a proud member of Disaster Cleanup International, North America's largest disaster restoration contracting organization. New Life DKI are experts for providing water, fire, smoke, and mold cleanup, 24-7 emergency response to your home or business. So when disaster strikes, call New Life DKI at 859-263-2625, 859-263-2625, or visit newlifedki.com and tell your insurance provider you prefer New Life DKI. Great food, cold beer, upscale atmosphere. The Cellar Bar and Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the Signature Club is now open to the public. Check out the NFL Sunday ticket and ESPN College game plan. Live team trivia on Wednesday nights and the happiest of happy hours Monday through Friday 4 to 7. All with the best patio in Lexington with live music. The Cellar Bar and Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the lower level of the Signature Club and home of the Big Blue Insider Roundtable. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night and what do they bring chips if it weren't for boone's butcher shop i'd be broke trying to feed them all all right let's see should i go for the pick five or get a meat bundle maybe one of boone's freezer baskets so many options i'm going for the cookout special bundle 
Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. Gotta love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop, top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. Got bugs in your house? Call IPM. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. For over 20 years, IPM Pest and Termite has been servicing homes and businesses. Ants, spiders, crickets, termites, moles, and mosquito services. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products, like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat, both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. Border to Border, it is the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel, Aaron Gershon, Bo Robinson pushing all the buttons. Let's go to our celebrity hotline. Talk to Derek Terry, who was on the scene when the Wildcats lost down at Auburn. Uh, Derek, thanks for joining us. Uh, I know it wasn't a pleasant trip, although Auburn is a pleasant place to visit. But what was that locker room like down there? Or did you get a chance to go to the locker room? Did they bring players out to you? I'm asking you about atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I thought the atmosphere of the game was was fine. Um, I've been the previous two years, and I, I think those games, that just the way they were played, probably lended a little bit more to the crowd being more of an impact. I just thought the other day it was such a such a game that it wasn't much of a flow. Um, a lot of foul calls, a lot of whistles, uh, and then yet in the fact that Auburn really didn't play particularly well on offense. I mean, they only shot 35% and only made six threes. I mean, I think those are two numbers that were – Really, in UK's favor, but uh, of course they were able to make up some of those, uh, some of the poor shooting things by getting to the free throw a whole lot, uh, free throw line a whole lot, making 33 out of 44. Um, kind of a staggering number. I mean, I saw a stat that it was for UK under Cal, so 11 years worth. It was the the biggest margin in regulation, 44 free throws at 24, and also for Bruce Pearl at Auburn, it was the most free throws in a game that his team's attempted. So, yeah, and those two things, and I think it probably led to a little bit different game than normal, uh, what we normally see. The key word coming out of there from the coach, from the players, in a, in a tough way, was toughness. What was your take on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can take what you want at the free throw line, but when they got rebounded as bad as I did, 42-28 to 28 and 17-5 to 5 on offensive rebounds. And yeah. It's worth noting um, – the way Auburn played is how Auburn's played most of the year. I mean, they're, they're a really good offensive rebounding team, and they do get the free throw line a bunch. They're top ten in the country, actually, in free throw attempts. But I was a little surprised to see that. I mean, typically UK does not get pushed around that much on the glass. Um, you know, EJ Montgomery, he, he wasn't in there a whole lot. He had some foul trouble, and I don't, I don't think Nate Sestina's strength has ever really been as rebounding or his defense for that matter. Uh, but Nick Richards, I think you would have expected, just given how Nick's played this year, the fact that he was in there for 38 minutes, you'd like to see more than seven rebounds out of him. I mean, you compare him to Austin Wiley for Auburn, who 
he only played 18 minutes, but he had a double-double. So, I mean, oh. when he was in there, he, he kind of made the most of his minutes. Wow. I, I, I knew he had a great game, and I didn't realize he only played 18 minutes. Yep. Uh, Three and, fouls in the first half. Yeah, that's so. true. Uh, you know, and the job they did on Ashton Hagens, I mean, they, they bodied him up. They were they were tough with him. And you, you might say, well, that's going to be the blueprint. But I kept reminding myself, Auburn's pretty good. Auburn's got good athletes. They got good players, and they play a physical brand of basketball. We'll see it again tomorrow night. But you got to wonder, Derek, is everybody going to come at Ashton Hagens the same way? Yeah, I mean, it seems like Auburn's kind of got the plan to stop him. Uh, he did it last year in the Elite Eight. Uh, he's had seven turnovers then, and he played a lot more minutes, too, uh, in that late eight game. He, he barely played the other day. I mean, 21 minutes, I think, is what he ended up with before he fouled out. Yeah. And he committed six turnovers uh, uh, that night. So they've done a good job. I mean, I think Auburn's team defense in general, there's a stretch in the first half. Kentucky went eight minutes without a field goal, and they just had nothing on the perimeter. I thought, I mean, really, I mean, Kentucky played good defense, too, for that matter. It wasn't, it was both sides that were. Yeah making it really tough for each other. Both sides had pretty long scoring droughts uh, in that game. But, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, Dick. It's something to watch with Ashton. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he's got to play good basketball. Him and Nick both. I mean, it's oh, yeah. Maxie and Quickly were very good offensively. I mean, they provided a lot of the production. But when you're only getting two guys like that and in that kind of game, I mean, it just was not going to be enough for UK to win. Derek, I want to go back to Nick Richards because Austin Wiley was probably his toughest matchup of the year thus far, and he definitely did not pass the test, I think we could all say. So how concerned are you that that would be the a norm when other teams like tomorrow night with Reggie Perry, who's one of the best bigs in the country, come in and even in the tournament, just teams that can match up with Richards' physicality? I'm not that worried about it. I mean, Wiley's a really good player. I know he's been at Auburn for a little while. I mean, he lost one of those years he didn't play at all because of the investigation down there. But this is a former five-star kid. I mean, when, when Cal Perry coached the, the, one of those Team USA teams, one of those, uh, I think I can't remember what age group it was, but Wiley was one of the guys on his team. Uh, he loved Austin Wiley. He's a kid who I thought would have really thrived had he come to UK. But um, that, he is a good for in terms of having a guy, I mean, there's a lot of teams that don't have guys like that. So I don't think UK's are run to a ton of teams that can kind of match Richards's uh, high in athleticism. I mean, it was really the first game this year, I guess you could say that. I'm just trying to think back some of the other games. I wrote it in a sort of day. I mean, to me, the concerning thing more so is just the numbers that Nick Richards has when they lose. I think he was averaging seven points and four. I can't remember. I wrote it in a sort of day. Basically, though, he averages a double double in games that UK wins, and he. He's uh, significantly lower than his average when they lose. And, I mean, Kenny Payne said it today that uh, if Nick Richards doesn't play well, then UK is probably not going to win. And that is a lot of pressure to have on one guy. But, you know, given the roster construction this year, uh, on one hand it's great that Nick's developed to that point where you can say that this guy is so important to the team that he has to play well. But on the other hand, that's, that's putting a lot on one guy. Isn't that why you go to Kentucky you know, I mean, you, you go obviously to develop to try to get to the NBA, but if you're going to be good enough to do that, you're going to be good enough to where your team really needs you, you know. And look, yeah, they'll go as far as Nick Rich, but if Ashton Hagens throws in a clunker, they don't go anywhere as well. So, you know, it's not just Nick Richards, but to me that's something, especially in your third year and you're a big man, uh, you know, you've got to be able to carry that. Yeah, I agree. I do. I think you have to be able to shoulder that. Um you know, for Nick, in some ways, it's not not 
Not completely. I mean, he's played a lot of. He played seventy four games. I mean, before this season, but yeah. obviously his role is, is has never been more important than what it is right now. Um, and he's just had that normal, you know, twenty years ago. What Nick Richards is doing, no one probably would have batted an eye at it because uh, you know, developed his first two years, and then when you're a junior, you start to yeah. take off. That's kind of how it used to be at UK. You yeah. know, we're not used to seeing three guys guys even stick around to their third year, uh, let alone kind of. There's really no one else I can think of that's had the same kind of career trajectory as Nick. I mean, maybe a guy like Derek Willis, but even he didn't kind of have the same kind of impact that Nick has um, his junior year. But, you know, I, I do think that's big for Nick. And, you know, they still got another month, uh, 10, 10 more games, I think, this year to, before the uh, SEC tournament to kind of figure things out. And um, I will see. I think he's going to have a good bounce-back game tomorrow. But this will be a big test, though. I mean, Mississippi State, Going off Ken Palm in terms of efficiency rebounding the ball, they're the best team in the SEC. They, I watched them play. I watched a little bit of that Tennessee game on Saturday, and in that second half, they absolutely crushed Tennessee on the yeah. boards. I mean, Tennessee's got some big guys too. I mean, they got a seven foot one kid in there. They got a couple forwards who can rebound pretty well, and then they took it to those guys. So, I mean, this is a huge challenge for for those guys in the front court, but also the guards. I mean, you're gonna need some, your guards get in there too and, and pulling down some tough rebounds. Derek, Kenny Payne told us today that if Kentucky's going to get back on track, they need Nate Sestina to play better. Do you think Nate's defense has obviously been, you could say, pretty bad all year long? He's seemed to get lost a couple times. Do you think that's something he can improve on, or is that just the defender he is at this point? Well, one of the Cal quotes, just actually speaking on Derek Willis, one of the things that kind of reminds me is that at one point during Willis' senior year, Cal just – kind of said this is who he is <laughs> he's kind of just a shooter who you know defense wasn't really a strong suit and i kind of view nate a lot in the same way in terms of the way that they play i think nate's value is on the offensive end when he's hitting shots and you take it the other day against auburn he's minus 21 and i know plus minus is that's a stat that i mean it is what it is but when it's that um yeah, stands out that much i think there's yeah i think there's probably something to take from that um I don't know that Nate can really do much more. You know, I mean, he's he's a guy. He's in his fifth year college basketball. Is he seeing better athletes than ever before? Absolutely. I mean, the SEC, there's no comparison to the Patriot League. I mean, he's facing good guys, not in and not out. Um, so for for me, what I think you need from Nate is, is just do the best that he can. I'm sure he's trying hard, but you know, he's got to make shots if he's going to play. If not, you're just not really getting anything out of. It. You're kind of getting an empty body and. The minus 21, I mean, I'm not trying to pick on Nate. That's just as bad as bad as I can remember any kind of box score looking, though. Um, and I'm sure he'll be eager to get out there tomorrow to, to try to correct some of those things and, and have a better night. You know, it's kind of puzzling to me, too, because, yeah, he's a step slow on defense, but he can play a physical brand of basketball. Not, yeah. You know, we always try to make sure to see now, inside he's not quite Reed Travis, but outside he's better than Reed Travis. Uh, mm-hmm. But... You know, the physical style uh, down at Auburn, he did not flourish, and you got to wonder about tomorrow night. You do. Uh, I mean, this will be, uh, be a really interesting game. I mean, you would think at home, Kentucky you know, almost never loses at home to SEC opponents. And video in the history, I mean, I guess you could say that the other games don't matter, but this is actually the only SEC team that Calipari has not lost to at UK. Yeah. Um, but on Mississippi State's end, if you look at their schedule, they should finish with a pretty good record. The only problem is they've only got three games left against top 50 opponents in the Ken Palm rankings. This would be by far their best win if they can pull it off. So, I mean, you talk about having a desperate team coming in here. i I, I got to think Mississippi State views this 
as a big chance. Is they're one of those last four teams out? I mean, I was, you know, you might still say it's a little early for bracketology, but it's really not. I mean, the season's coming to an end. Um, you know, both these teams have a whole lot of games left, and if they're going to make a push, Mississippi State needs this game. So for Kentucky, I mean, Cats need to get a win too. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen next Saturday at Tennessee. I think Kentucky's uh, significantly better probably than Tennessee this season, but given Cal's troubles and Kentucky's trouble yeah. in Knoxville. I don't know if you could even say that that's a sure thing. So no. this is an important game to get at home. Yeah, it's an unranked Tennessee team, but uh, everything goes out the window in Knoxville. But, you know, you're, you're talking about Mississippi State really wanting and needing this game. Really, it's become a need game for Kentucky as well. But I got to think, if you're Mississippi State and you know all about Auburn and you saw the way Auburn pushed Kentucky around, you know, I think I didn't Calipari's term beer muscles – is probably appropriate here. They're going to come in here with beer muscles, right? I got to think so. I mean, the way that they've been crushing other teams on the glass, uh, and then you were, like you just said, you're coming off a game where you watched Auburn just crush Kentucky on the board. I mean, a significant advantage on the glass. Um, to be able to do that, I got to think that they probably view themselves. Uh, I mean, both those teams are up there in terms of the conference, or they're two of the better rebounding teams in the league with LSU. So. Yeah, like, like you said, I think they're going to come in there pretty confident tomorrow night. I'd say a lot of it is going to depend on their guard play, too. they got some good veteran guards as well. Um, but if Kentucky can play its game, you know, they actually didn't shoot the ball horribly from the outside the right. other night. I mean, Kentucky, usually if Kentucky's hitting some threes, they're going to have a pretty good chance to win. 41% wasn't phenomenal. But, again, I mean, it's such a weird game. Hagan's basically was, was just out so much with foul trouble. Um and then Richards didn't really give them what they usually do. And maybe some of that, you know, Richards gets a lot of buckets from Ashton. I think Ashton does a really good job finding him. And maybe with, with Tyrese running the show for most of the night, it was just a little bit different style that UK was running. So maybe that's something to do with it. But Ashton and Nick are going to be in need of, of some good bounce-back games tomorrow night if UK is going to win. Derek, how do you see Kentucky handling Reggie Perry? I know uh, Kenny Payne told us today that they might mix and match. You could even see Keon Brooks on him. But to me, if you're putting a guy – Anyone other than Nick, it's a mismatch. I'm just looking at his numbers, averaging a double-double. Yeah, his numbers are excellent. He's another kid who is a McDonald's All-American. Actually, a pretty late flip to go to Mississippi State. I believe he's committed to Arkansas for quite a while, um, but ended up in Starkville. And he was a guy last year who I thought would make a pretty big jump. He was one of those guys who was a fringe NBA guy, declared, but he decided to come back. And like you said, he's put up great numbers this year. One of the better players in the SEC uh, probably a big thing for him and for Mississippi State is, is staying out of foul trouble. I'm sure UK will work the ball down low and try to pick up some, some quick fouls on him because if they do that, um, their chances are a lot better, UK, of, of winning that battle on the glass and also winning the game ultimately. But he's a really good player. I mean, I know EJ Montgomery will probably draw that matchup sometimes. And EJ, you know, talking about foul trouble, EJ's a guy who uh, has had his share of that this season. So that'll be big for those two, Nick and EJ, because. If those two aren't on the floor and you're in a spot where you're having to play Sestina and Brooks in the post, I mean, that sounds like about the worst-case scenario for UK yeah. in a game like this. We're having to do that. So that'll be something to watch. And I mean, I don't want to harp on the officials too much, but the way games are called, it's very realistic. I think tomorrow, that especially early in the first half, you could see uh, one of these teams being in a little bit of trouble uh, in the post. You know, and, and speaking of guys who need to play big tomorrow, and I'm, I'm talking about figuratively uh i think ashton hagens it's, it's going to be up to him to show that he's not str- uh, struggling with the situation that he struggled with last year and it kind of hit the wall starting about right now he did that's a good point uh you know i've not 
I need to go back and study his numbers from last year on this time. Uh, but the turnovers with him, I think they are a problem. You know, he does a lot of good things on defense. There's no doubt about that. But I think one of the biggest questions facing UK right now, if they're going to turn this thing around and be one of those teams deep in the march that can make a run, is him showing that he can lead the team. Um, you know, to make, to make that run in March, you know, how confident are you right now that Ashton can, can play good basketball for six straight games? Uh, to me, that's kind of what it comes down to. He has games. He has stretches where he's very good, and then he has stretches where he's, he's loose with the ball, commits a lot of turnovers. Um, but overall, I mean, I think Ashton is one of those guys. There's not a, too many other point guards I think you would want to take over him, especially with what he brings you on defense. But turnovers, I think he has played loose at times this year and, and just gets a little lackadaisical with the ball, and, and that leads to some of those turnovers. But when he's locked in, there's really not a whole lot of guys who are better. Yeah. But Getting him to consistently be that way, I think, is probably the challenge at this point. Derek, for I want to go back to EJ Montgomery for a second. Um, do you think it is a conditioning issue that John Calipari has been kind of telling us over and over again, or do you think it's kind of like Nick where it's a mental thing? Because I think Kenny Payne almost went against Calipari today and said it's more mental, so I want to see what side of that you're on. Well, I'm sure it is both. Um I, but I feel like like what Kenny said today, probably the mental part. He, he's somebody. I mean, if you've been around him during interviews, he's not. He's a very quiet kid. I mean, I remember that even when he was in high school before he ever committed to UK. The times and there weren't many times that I talked to him. But when I did, just a very quiet, reserved kind of guy. Maybe his personality is not what you always see with with kids who come to UK. Um, but on the game, on the floor, I mean, there's so many things that he does sometimes that, that make you see the potential he had a stretch the other day uh, i don't can't remember the exact order but he hit the shot at the top of the key um got a block on defense and then made a really nice pass to richards for a dunk all within that same little stretch and when he's on the court and he's doing things like that uh i mean he shows that potential or he was a five-star kid and then someone who can play on the next level but you know he only played 17 minutes or so the other day it was a foul trouble and when he's on the floor you know, it's tough. I think he is the one guy. Um, he doesn't have the same shooting ability as Sestina, but he's, he's far stronger than Brooks. And I think he's that guy. If you're looking for – we talk about that core four with the three guards of Nick. I think he just has the best chance of being that fifth guy who can really kind of help this team take the next uh, step. And I'd be one of those teams here uh, in the next month or two that, uh, you know, could win it all. Final question for you. Your reaction to the uh, Kentucky football spot – that ran during the Super Bowl. Thumbs up? Yeah, I think they always did a good job with that. Last night's was cool. They got a lot of those uh, ex-players who are still in the NFL and then some of the guys um, who are just either finishing up or still on the team. So they always do a good job over there. And Maybe the next step is expanding that a little bit outside of the Central Kentucky uh, viewing area. But with social media and everything now, though, I'm, I'm yeah. sure people have seen it on the Internet if they didn't see it live. The World Wide Web, I mean, it gets around, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and you, you got to stay within your budget. You know how the first time one of those spots ever ran, people wondered, oh my God, did they pay $8 million for <laughs> But no, that was that was a block of local spots, and you could tell there were some, some other locals where everybody saved their money and poured it all into that, but that's all part of the fun of Super Bowl Sunday. Well, whatever happens tomorrow night with Kentucky and Mississippi State, Derek Terry will cover it for the Cats boss. Thank you, sir. We'll see you at Rupp Arena. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. And we're back in just a minute. We'll talk a little bit more about that football spot and Kentucky football in general. Bottom of the hour, Mike Pratt's going to join us. He'll break down what happened 
down between or down on the plains. I was going to say between the hedges. They have hedges <laughs> at their football stadium. They do. But it doesn't sound right to say that they're down on the plains. Back in a minute here on BBI. Double, double, double your down payment or tax refund up to $10,000 at Big M Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Bring in your tax refund or down payment and we'll double it up to $10,000 towards the purchase of any new vehicle in stock. During the President's Day sales event, take home a new 2019 Jeep Renegade 4x4 for only $199 per month. Plus, we want your old car regardless of make, miles, and condition, even if you owe more than it's worth. And if you have a job bringing home $400 weekly, we want to approve you today. I'm Jeff Felder, General Manager. Get the treatment you deserve without the games. Double your down payment or tax refund up to $10,000 at Big M Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Just minutes from Fayette Mall. Online at BigMCDJR.com. Stock number J2065. Qualified applicants. Minimum $34.95 down 84 months at 3.99% APR. Plus tax license at $699.fee. Negative equity refinanced. All rebates to deal. Offers don't combine. Big M's got your truck, man. In Nicholasville. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Totally changed my life. It's amazing. I don't have any cravings. You want to quit but have found it impossible? This is the thing for you. I have absolutely no craving. It's the darndest thing I have ever seen in my life. It's not for entertainment. It's for results. Do it. It works. Period. You've tried everything else. You need to come and try this. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Don't just cut down, but stop smoking. In addition, lose all the weight 100% guaranteed with Mark Patrick Seminars. Let hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings and lose the weight. That's right. Seminars Saturday, February 22nd at the Ramada Hotel and Conference Center by Wyndham in Lexington. Weight loss seminar 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Stop smoking seminar 2 to 4 p.m. Registration 30 minutes before seminar. Info at markpatrickseminars.com. This is a Morgan & Morgan consumer message. Homes built before 1975 have cast iron pipes that are corroding, putting your home at risk of significant damage. Some insurance companies say the most you can get is $10,000 for water damages. In many cases, that's simply not true. We've won for clients to get their pipes replaced, even if they've already been paid. If your insurance company said the most you can get for your water loss is $10,000, call us. Morgan & Morgan, for the people. Offices Lexington. You know who really loves fresh food? Amateur chefs, barbecuers, smorgasbordlers, snackers, bakers, and throw it in the microwavers. At Kroger, you can get all the fresh you want at a great price with same day pickup and delivery because we believe in fresh for everyone. And right now, you can take home pork back ribs. They're juicy and tender, and buy one, get one free with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Two eight zero two two eight seven eight hundred six zero six four two six three. Tweet us at Big Blue Insider One. Our thanks again to Derek Terry for joining us on this the eve of game night. Well, it's another late one. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yep, of course. Eight o'clock down in Mississippi. So uh, at least some fans will get a break. But um, we were talking to Derek just briefly about the spot that uh, ran about Kentucky football in the uh, Super Bowl. And if you are in this area, you saw it. If you're listening to us on the Internet from uh, afar, probably you didn't. But as Derek said, punch it up online 
And now it's gotten to the point, Aaron, where uh, it's one of those things everybody looks forward to. Absolutely. And I, I was looking forward to it because Kentucky's Twitter account last week went through all of them that they've made and kind of day by day released one from every year. So it definitely made me excited to see this year's. And I'll be honest, I was distracted when it came on. And then I heard a kid from Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got to look up now. I know what this is about. But then I went back and watched the whole thing. And I thought it was up there. It was one of the best ones yet. Just how they brought in all the former players. And yeah. like Derek was saying, some of the guys were on the way out. And then I loved, obviously, that they put Jared Lorenzen's kid and made him a part of it. That was probably the best part for me. Yeah, we were talking before the show about the fact that the uh, the NFL is is doing a great job promoting itself, of course, in the anniversary, in the 100th anniversary. And, uh, you know, they had the big, the, what was it, last year they had the, the, the banquet, the dinner party, yeah, whatever, that was with awesome. all the great players. That really was, and you had to go online to make sure that you didn't miss anybody. That was better than um, the game last it year. It really was <laughs> last year. It really This is a good game this year. This uh, but uh, this was another one where you couldn't blink or you'd miss who was that guy. Oh you know, and then you had that facial recognition. I missed a lot of them. So I'm going to go back. I haven't had a chance to go back yet on the web. But I really enjoyed uh, the Kentucky spot for that reason because, like you said, uh, they went back. And, and I hope, you know, that a lot of people tried to find out. For instance, Christian Alt was on there. And Freddie Maggard has been thumping this drum, and I have too, really. He is one of the greatest linebackers in the history of U.K. football. And I'm not just biased because he's a former uh, state trooper, but um, this is a guy who's not yet in the U.K. Athletic Hall of Fame and should be. You know, but it was a great, great player, and he showed up. But a lot of guys, you know, and then I hope people recognize Danny Trevathan because he's the guy with the ring. Right. <laughs> you know, that was a good shot. Now Matt House could come back and flash How about it, that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and his – I have to be honest, he's not the defensive coordinator, but he's part of that defensive staff at Kansas City. And my, my head said San Francisco. My heart said Kansas City. And my head said it because I wasn't sure about Kansas City's defense. Because it beat up on a lot of weaker NFL teams, mm-hmm. although in the playoffs it looked pretty good. They did in the second they, half of the Tennessee game, and then yeah. the last three quarters yeah. of the, uh, excuse me, the first second half of the te- uh, Houston game. Yeah, or the last three quarters of the Tennessee but game. But yesterday, start to finish. Yeah, you know, with that extra week to prepare, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I knew that San Francisco would have a plan for Mahomes, but I wondered what was Kansas City's plan. Yeah, it, and I think what was huge for Kansas City is Chris Jones, their big defensive tackle, who UK fans might remember playing against them at Mississippi State. Yep, he was injured. He barely played the first two playoff games. He played a full rep, uh, full reps yesterday, and he he was up Garoppolo's. He was just at his neck. All He's game. in his grill. Yeah, all no game. question about it. Coming up, Mike Pratt. He'll break down a little bit of Kentucky Auburn, actually a lot of it. But we'll also ask him about Kentucky football as well. Mike loves him some football. We're back in just a few. It's a statewide edition of the BBI. Got bugs in your house? Call IPM. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. If you don't like pests in your home, we recommend our exterior quarterly maintenance service. We come out, treat the exterior, and keep the pest out before they have a chance to get in. We have technicians that are certified that you can trust and and would be comfortable to have in your home. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. 
For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsiderv's.com. Go Cats! The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296-1913 or visit Livesey group.com attention fleet owners your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business with winter on its way protect your investment with hydrosphere services the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch with hydrosphere you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial grade equipment visit hydrosphereservices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200 that's 219-2200 where else can you find Lexington's best burger, NFL Sunday ticket, live team trivia, and great live music on the weekends? The Shamrock Barn Grill, just off Patch and Drive. You can enjoy live music on our patio every Saturday and Sunday night, plus 20 beers on tap and daily lunch specials, including the $6 O round of the day, Monday through Friday. And then catch all the game day action on one of their 17 TVs. The Shamrock Barn Grill, Patch and Drive, just off Richmond Road, home of the Big Blue Insider Roundtable. I'm Barney Miller. Let me paint a picture for you. You relax in your home theater seating with your family. With the touch of a button, the lights dim. Your 110-inch screen lights up with a blue background. The movie begins with a picture and sound so realistic it rivals the best movie theaters. After the movie, it's game time. Switch over to Xbox for a basketball challenge on a 10-foot screen. You will have the most popular home around. Barney Miller's, downtown on East Main. Park free at our back door. Give us a shot. It's a statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel, Aaron Gershon, Bo Robinson pushing all the buttons. Let us push the button where we see a blinking light. Representing on our celebrity hotline, Coach Mike Pratt. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing just I'm doing just fine, Gabe. Doing just fine. You you have made uh, trips before down to Auburn, down to the Plains, and I wasn't sure what kind of game you were expecting yesterday. But you always tweet what you think the Wildcats need to do to win the game, and you you referred to physicality and you referred to to some of the things that didn't really happen in that game. How disappointed were you in what you saw? Well. Auburn, I mean, let's go back to Alabama and go forward. And I think that the league has now a blueprint on how they're going to play Kentucky or how they want to play Kentucky, Gabe, and that's be as physical as you can with yeah. them. And you got to get back on transition because that's where they score a large portion of their points, Kentucky, in, in transition. But you also have to be very physical with them. And... um South Carolina was able to do that. Arkansas tried, but they weren't big enough. Texas Tech 
tried. They did a nice job, too. And then along came Auburn. Um, it didn't surprise me. It really didn't surprise me they did it the way they did it. What really surprised me is they were able to spread the floor offensively and create some um, some real issues with Kentucky defensively in that uh, Kentucky couldn't keep them out of the paint consistently, so somebody would move over to block a shot, uh, Nick or EJ or somebody like that. And when they let, when they left their man to block the shot, their man just came in from behind, scooped up the block shot or a missed shot because they were there playing defense and laid it back in. I mean, they just torched us on yeah. the offensive glass. Yeah. And so uh, I was spreading the full floor the way they did, I thought really presented some problems for us, and we were unable to uh, keep them uh, out of the paint consistently. And that was the problem. It was giving them the opportunity, uh, better opportunities on the boards when you spread the floor? Oh, yeah. Uh, it uh, Depending, uh, I mean, if you're if you're spread and nobody boxes you out because everybody's looking to give help because your teammate is getting beat, right. there's a lot of opportunities for offensive uh, rebounds. And the, the other thing is they just chased those rebounds. I mean, they just chased them. The aggressiveness which uh, they went uh, after the ball with, man, that was. I mean, they, uh, <laughs> you know, you just they were alive, and we looked kind of dead at times uh, going to the glass. We would spectate, and they would move oh, yeah. and chase. Ashton Hagens did not play much due to foul trouble, and when he was on the court, he was fa- uh, not only fouling, but he was turning the ball over. What do you see as the str- the reason that Hagens has struggled the last couple of games? Is it kind of similar to last year where he's just hitting a wall, or is it more a mental thing that he'll get over soon? Yeah, I don't know with, with Ashton. I think it's correctable. But um, my gut feel is um, he feels he's got to do a lot, and he does. But I think at times he tries to do too much. And I think Maxie's a little guilty of that, too. Yeah. Um, instead of letting the game come to them, they try to force the issue many times. And in the process of doing that, uh, the defense reacts and they're a little deeper at the rim maybe or whatever it is, and they end up turning the ball over or they get in a hurry. Sometimes Ashton really gets in a hurry and he'll dribble the ball off his leg or dribble into a crowd. Those are all correctable errors, but right now I think just my gut feel is he's trying, trying to do way too much. How much, too, Mike, was just the style of play? I mean, they said he's a physical guy, uh, a strong physical player, and we had to match him, talking about Auburn. And it looked like they did, and it looked like it frustrated him. Well, they tried to trap him high, but um, and that may have taken him a little bit out of his rhythm. They didn't want him to get into the paint, which is obvious. But, you know, picking up those fouls quickly kind of yeah. – that in and of itself will take you out of your rhythm. And uh, I, look, the bottom line is if you rebound the ball better, particularly at the offensive end, and you get anything out of uh, Nick and Ashton the way you had been getting things out of them, you win the game because you know three or four can carry three can carry two, four can carry one, and and that's kind of the way. They've worked all year long. Four guys doing most of the scoring, majority of the rebounds. In the fifth spot, 
is kind of filled in. If EJ's focused and locked in, he gets it. And if not, Sestina and, and now Brooks and Juzang, they kind of fill in with that fifth spot, okay, whatever that production yeah. is. But against Auburn, they, they got two guys producing quickly mm-hmm. and, and uh, Maxi, mm-hmm. And a lot of it had to do with the foul trouble, but a lot of it had to do uh, just just not being focused uh, and letting Auburn uh, just push you around. You know, you have taught us that math lesson for many, as long as I've known you, <laughs> that three can carry two and four can carry one, but two can't carry three, and obviously one can't carry four, although we saw Pete Maravich try that, and you played against him. <laughs> but, yes, I did. Yes, I, they never beat us, though. That's true. You know, he could he could carry him to to the uh, charity strap, but couldn't get him over the yeah. hump. <laughs> well, and your coach said, you know, I don't care what he gets, but don't let the rest of the guys beat us. So uh, that's, and, that's exactly right, and that seemed to work. Uh, but to to go a little further on on the physical play in Nick Richards, uh, I'm wondering if that was a no, look. It's in his third year, so this may not be the right uh, term, but you know, by now he was dwindling. His playing time was dwindling last year, but you know, he knows obviously what's expected, and he knows how to do it now. And I'm wondering if maybe that Auburn game was, was you know, more than a wake-up call, but it, it illustrated to him this is the way good teams are going to come at you. And he's a smart guy. You've interviewed him many times. And I'm wondering if we'll see a different Nick tomorrow night. I think we will. Listen, I, I've been a fan of his uh, since he got here. I know. I thought last year he was uh, – going to really set the world on fire after we got back from the Bahamas. It didn't work out, but this year uh, he's a very coachable young fellow. He had a bad game. Let's just throw it out and move on. Let's see what he does um, in the ensuing ball games. Yeah, I think he will have a big game tomorrow night. I think he's home. I think that he's one of those guys that thinks about the game and spends time with the coaching staff about what he needs to do. And I I think he'll have a, a, a really nice bounce game. Everybody knows, and there it is. Did you hear what he said? Bounce game. Mm-hmm. I was just about to talk about horse racing. You're a horse racing fan. Your partner, Tom Leach, certainly is. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you use the term bounce. I want you tomorrow, tomorrow night in pregame to talk about whether or not you just throw out a bad race. Throw out that game like you throw out a bad race. That's good because you do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> look, the more, the more consistent the player is, the more consistent the horse is, the better uh, results you're going to have, mm-hmm. and uh, that's it, it's like Maxi. Tyrese has been up and down. He's been rather inconsistent at times, and that's uh, that happens with freshmen. But Nick was on a roll. Okay, oh, yeah. he's been playing very well for a long time. He had a bad game. Let's throw it out again. I, I think the kid really cares. He wants to play well. I, I think he'll. I think he'll come back. Bounce. Today, Kenny Payne called Mississippi State the most physical team in the SEC. What do you know about them, and how do you think they match up with Kentucky? And how do, how do you how do you attack Reggie uh, Perry? He's obviously probably the front runner for SEC Player of the Year ahead of Nick. A really tough two point guy. I mean, he can, he will shoot the three. He's trying to prove to the NBA that he can stretch the floor, but he's really a two point guy, and he plays at the rim. I think he's averaging like ten rebounds a game. Ten exactly. And, uh, I think they've got two of the top five rebounders in the league, and uh, Woodard and and Perry. And then you have a dude, I think he may be a seven-footer or close to it, who's one of the top, he and Nick are the top two shot blockers in the league. So, I mean, that's their front line. 
that's a tough matchup because Perry's a big guy. Woodard's a big guy. Now, is kind of a slender young fellow, but uh, he's got some hops. It's a tough matchup for Kentucky. I mean, this is a team that Reed Travis uh, was really important against. He yeah. and P.J. because they had bulk, and uh, P.J. had some hops, but both of them had had bulk, and, and they could use the bulk mm-hmm. on a Mississippi State. So uh, this is uh, – look, they've been playing pretty well, Mississippi State. They went into Tennessee and won big, and uh, they're, they're very capable. Um, if I'm them, I try to get uh, Nick in foul trouble. No, uh, thinking, thinking uh, by going to Perry or whoever. Now, if, if Nick guards a do, they they're not going to go to him. They're going to go to Woodard and uh, Perry pretty consistently inside. But a is more of a cleanup guy, shot blocker, um, pretty good rebounder. You better put a body on him at the uh, when you're on defense and they're on offense. So I mean. Um, they they don't want to play real fast. Okay, they like to go deep into that shot clock. Um, although they'll kick it and go when they have it, but Kentucky needs to get that tempo where they want it. They want yeah. to control the tempo. I think tomorrow night. Well, and Maxie is going to be vital in that regard. You mentioned him being up and down, and, and some yeah. If you look at his numbers, yes, but in some of those games, Mike, I wonder. Some of those games, you're you're right. He was kind of lost in the shuffle. But in other games, I felt like he was subjugating himself because Nick was having a big night, quickly was feeling it. Ashton was, was you know, getting to the rim. So he was just kind of hanging back, and then people suddenly looked at his numbers and go, oh, my God, he only had seven points or whatever. But I felt like he was being a good teammate, you know, and not trying to, to run everything through himself because his teammates were getting it done. Am I being too soft on him, you think? No, I, I think there is uh... – something to that um i think at times at times he'll hunt his shot yeah when he's rolling and other times he's not going to but uh if he gets on the glass his defense has been very suspect here yeah. over the last month or so he's got that uh, matador defense down <laughs> pat sometimes you know the old lay as they go by so uh oh yeah i i uh i maxi is a streaky shooter but he knows how to he knows how to change pace with the dribble and get to the rim and get to the paint. And, boy, you catch him when he's on from the outside. He's pretty sweet. With Nate Sestina, his defense has obviously been lackluster and inconsistent throughout the year. Him being a fifth-year guy, do you think that's just who he is as a defender at this point in his career? Or is there something he can improve on? Because if you look at plus-minus for what it's worth, he's really hurting them when he's on the court. Yeah, he really's had a tough month, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's really had a tough month. I think the other team's trying to put him in a situation where he's got to guard somebody uh, in the in the matchups not in his favor. Okay, so he's got to try to uh, avoid that whenever he can. And what he's got to do is really be a student of who you're guarding and what they do. Uh, Okoro, for example. You know, I know he hit a three the other night, but he's shooting like 20%. He's a driver, and you you got to come out there at him and still – you don't offer the jump shot, but you don't want run right out and get in his jersey because he blows by you. You know I mean? You just have to be a student of, of your opponent, who you're guarding, and you'll be okay. I, I think um, Nate has struggled. He's uh, trying to find himself again. I think I don't know how players lose that, but they do. And he's got a he's got a situation where Kentucky puts him in the right 
uh, screen situation, pick and roll, pick and pop. Uh, and if he goes to the boards, I think if he will upgrade his rebounding and his putbacks, I think he'll make Calipari pretty happy. I want to shift you over to Kentucky football for just a second and talk to you about that Super Bowl spot. But uh, Chris Fisher of 247 Sports, Mike, just tweeted this. I don't know if you've got North Carolina, Florida State on in the background, but Leonard Hamilton looks like he's getting it done again. North Carolina went 11 minutes between field goals, and as Chris said, in no way does this resemble any Carolina team I've ever seen. Boy, you worked and coached in that state of North Carolina. The Tar Heel faithful can't be too happy right now with the sweet old Roy. No, I think there's a lot of them. There's grumbling, but there's you know there was grumbling Sunday in Lexington too. But Roy's <laughs> one of theirs. You know, Roy's one of theirs. Yeah. He's won championships. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. Um, of course, uh, they don't like that 500 record and uh-uh. not making the NCAA. So they'll. I think he's had a big recruiting year for next year, but he's going to lose uh, the guard. You know that. Um, so, uh, you know, they got a couple of decent big guys I think could get better. But, boy, they don't look good right now, do they? Mm-hmm. Nope. I've got it on myself. Yep. Uh, people grumble. Yeah, they're going to grumble. Heck, yeah. That's why you get paid what you get paid. Right. Let the people grumble. You know? <laughs> well, speaking of looking good, uh, we agree. We we like the Aaron and I like the Enbo, like the, the spot that Kentucky. What was not to like? I mean, it's always kind of fun to see those, those uh, commercials dropped in among the national spots on the Super Bowl, but uh, that I thought that was uh, pretty well done last night, Mike. Did you catch that? I did. I thought it was, too. And um, I think we did it last year, too, didn't we? Oh, yeah, they did and, it for uh, years. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't just dream that one up. But I saw, <laughs> I, I saw that last night, and I, why not? I mean, you're, you're selling. What you're doing is selling. And I thought it was a perfectly good sales pitch. And, uh, you know, I'm all in on that stuff. We did like it. I think everybody did the way that, like the NFL has done with its promos, they, you know, reach back to the past Letterman, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, Jared's you know, little boy was in it as well. So uh, just a great touch. I want to see my man Jeffrey Van Ode in one. Yeah, that's a and, good uh, idea. Yeah. 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 Nineteen years with the Falcons. How about that? You know, that's uh, you know that, he's quite a player now. Yep. And 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 reps the program well. He really does. Yes, he does. Yes, Mike he does. Pratt is the color analyst on the UK radio network. He'll work alongside Tom Leach late tomorrow night uh, when the Wildcats take on the Bulldogs. Thank you, sir. We will see you in Rupp Arena. You got it, man. Have we'll a good evening. You. Take care. That's a great. I, I need to. I need to remind somebody. Jeff Van Note, get him in one of these deals. Who's who played only? I think George Bland might have been the only UK product who ever played longer in the NFL. Nineteen. I didn't even know. It was 19 I thought it was eighteen. Years. It might be nineteen. Anyway, it's two pretty, decades. Right yeah, there. yeah. Pretty you dang know, good. And and for a, a bad team, mm-hmm. still made five Pro Bowls. I think it was. So uh, yeah, and a guy was a defensive player at Kentucky, but played center. All those years in Atlanta. <laughs> Pretty amazing. We'll come back with more. It's the statewide edition of the BBI. I'm Steve Drury, senior pastor of the Trinity Hill United Methodist Church located at the corner of Tate's Creek and Armstrong Mill Roads. I once had someone ask me, do you believe God will give me a second chance? The question surprised me. Yes, I answered. 
But God's grace doesn't have anything to do with numbers. If we sincerely want forgiveness and seek His love, His mercy and grace are always there for us. God gives second chances, third, fourth, and so on. Those of us who have found forgiveness over and over again know He is more about mercy than judgment. He doesn't give up on us even when we have given up on Him. Many of you listening today find yourselves starting over in lots of different ways. Be sure and allow God to give you a new beginning as well. He wants to walk with you through your new beginnings. We would love to have you start all over again with us at Trinity Hill. I hope you will come and worship with us this Sunday. Would you drive an hour or so to save $1,000, $2,000, maybe more? Hey, it's Tom Leach, voice of the Wildcats, for Genesis Diamonds in Louisville, the first and only official jeweler of the Wildcats. All my friends here in Lexington have figured it out. If you're buying a diamond or any piece of jewelry, you need to make the drive to Louisville. Genesis is Kentucky's direct diamond importer. There is no middleman, no broker fees. Genesis works direct with the best diamond cutters overseas and gets first pick of the best of the best. The prices will blow you away. And at Genesis, they stock enough loose diamonds to supply up to 30 ordinary jewelry stores. All shapes, all sizes, all at the guaranteed best price in America. Plus, Genesis has over 4,000 designer rings to choose from and a free lifetime warranty on any purchase. This is a jewelry store on a whole different level. You will save money and you will get a higher quality engagement ring when you make the drive to Louisville. Genesis Diamonds, where Wildcat fans get engaged on Shelbyville Road in Louisville. Double, double, double your down payment or tax refund up to $10,000 at Big M Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Bring in your tax refund or down payment and we'll double it up to $10,000 towards the purchase of any new vehicle in stock. During the President's Day sales event, take home a new 2019 Jeep Renegade 4x4 for only $199 per month. Plus, we want your old car regardless of make, miles, and condition, even if you owe more than it's worth. And if you have a job bringing home $400 weekly, we want to approve you today. I'm Jeff Felder, General Manager. Get the treatment you deserve without the games. Double your down payment or tax refund up to $10,000 at Big M Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Just minutes from Fayette Mall. Online at BigMCDJR.com. Stock number J2065. Qualified applicants. Minimum $34.95 down 84 months at 3.99% APR. Plus tax license at $699. Fee. Negative equity refinanced. All rebates to dealer. Offers don't combine. Big M's got your truck, man. In Nicholasville. Our thanks again to Mike Pratt for joining us. It's a final from Connecticut at UConn. Oregon goes in. And mind you, Oregon was ranked third, UConn fourth, but still came across the country and beat Connecticut 74-56. First loss at home for the Huskies since 2013 when Notre Dame went in there and won. Yeah, and I, I grew up in Connecticut, so I remember that That's pretty right. well. And they don't lose much up there. Is that there. a day that'll live in infamy back then? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. They that's like that. Part, they care more about – they really do care more about the women's program than the men's up there. Yeah. The men's are pretty darn good, too, on a good year. And obviously I was up in Connecticut the year they knocked uh, – they beat Kentucky in the national championship game. And all the focus was still on the women's. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, really impressive program. But I, I also don't get – UConn played Tennessee last week. Why, what's up with the conference, non-conferences, and women's basketball? Because they are – was Geno smart? First of yeah. all, Geno will play anybody. 
Gino knows his team is capable of beating anybody, and Gino knows it's good for ratings, it's good for TV, it's good for women's basketball. That's smart. I salute him for that. Absolutely. And Pat Summit did the same thing. Yeah. No, I was just curious to know. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> obviously, good for ratings. Well, I'm sure ESPN came to him and said, hey, you know. Please. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a, a good time slot or That's whatever. Right. But, uh, boy, it kind of blew up on him. 39% well, UConn or, shot. What's that girl Oregon has? He, she's like. She's probably going to win the Wooden Player of the Year award. She's They just put her name up. She's special. She, I've yeah. watched her play, and I just – yeah. it's a tough name to pronounce if I remember. Uh, Ionescu? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. I think she had 10 and 9 today. I think that's yeah. what I saw. Right. You Which know, is, but obviously if uh, they won that easily, everybody had a good game. That's right. Uh, speaking of women's basketball, you were there. Boy, Kentucky, man. Uh, and, and again, you got to give was it Lavender Briggs? Is that her last yeah, name? Yeah, she was unbelievable. She was worthless in the first half, priceless in the second half for mm-hmm. Florida. And Kentucky just had no answers. No, I mean obviously Ryan Howard's out, so you're already at a disadvantage against yeah. pretty much anybody. But it's the same problem again. They can't rebound. It's really that simple. They got out rebounded. I want to say forty-five twenty-seven. They were still up by as many as fourteen in the second half, and just couldn't. The Florida all game, I felt it. And what's nice about uh, Memorial for the media is you're literally right on top of the opposing bench. And Florida's bench was so much louder than Kentucky yeah. all game. They were up. You could tell even when they were down. They, they were down. Confident. Yeah. Their coach mm-hmm. was really a positive guy the whole time. And they found a way. And they're not a very good team this year. If you look, basically Florida's back. not, no. And UK beat them pretty good down there with Howard. Yeah, so. Howard had 22. Yeah, so. But, um, boy, yesterday – you know, you mentioned rebounds, and when Kentucky, when Florida grabbed the momentum, part of the reason was Florida's defense. They took Kentucky out of everything oh, it wanted to do offensively. Well, uh, Kentucky went three for twenty from three. Yeah, and Matthew said we hit nine a game to win. So yeah. if they're not hitting. That's eighteen points they left off the board. Well, and, and you know this is part of the problem they have, and people have grumbled to me on on social media about why they don't have more bigs. Trust me, they're recruiting bigs, and one they've got one who's hurt. Yeah, uh, their best probably big. You know, I'm not counting Ryan Howard as a yeah. big, although she plays. She's big. everything. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and yeah, they she. You know, when you're without uh, a dominant All American, yeah, but you shouldn't blow a double digit lead at home to, to a, a team that's 500. Exactly, at three you and know. six in the conference. Yeah, so. exactly. So bad luck. Our thanks to Derek Terry. Our thanks to Mike Pratt. Our thanks to all of you for joining us tomorrow night on most of these same stations. It's Kentucky and Mississippi State. Tom Leach and Mike Pratt will have all the action. It's a 9 o'clock tip-off. Thank you, ESPN. (laughs) For Aaron and Bo, Dick Gabriel, that's it. Good night from Lexington. been listening to big blue insider presented by the cat's paws big blue insider was brought to you by kentucky utilities uk healthcare prairie farms barney millers mingy beef jerky boone's butcher shop north side rv and by john's run walk shop hi this is dick gabriel telling you that new life is now a proud member of disaster cleanup international with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.